I think we're live. And we're live. <laughs> I think, I think, therefore I am live. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world. Ex-truck driver. It's Bitcoin, Ben. Ah. Uh, Living in the wonderful world of cryptos. And today we have, I don't know if you guys heard this or not. I don't know if you've like looked around the crypto universe or anything, but there's a rumor going around that there's a futures ETF launching today. Apparently went live about an hour ago. So, let's dive right in. The futures ETF, here, let me pull up a screen. I think I got one over here. All right. Oh, here we go. Wait, nope. Ah, let me share the screen. Share the screen. Click on audio just in case. Oh, of course, my favorite website in the whole wide world, Fiat Leak. <laughs> this, this is, uh, my friends, we got volumes. Uh, oh, hey, no problem. See, we got Colin here. Hi, Ben. I haven't watched a live in a while, but I've been f following since 2017. I remember when you said to buy a Litecoin, I made 4K in quarter four and paid off my debt. Just wanted to say thanks. Hey, no problem, brother. Hey. It wasn't me. You pulled the trigger. See, I can actually talk about cryptocurrencies and I can educate people on cryptocurrencies and blockchain and all I want to. But in the end, it comes, it actually comes to you guys actually pulling the trigger after you do your research after you educate yourself enough and you feel comfortable getting into cryptos and then you do and then you hodl or wait no first you buy then you hodl then you sell or leverage or whatever you do all right. That's up to you. That's you actually doing it, not me. That's like I'm the equivalent of a friend who says, hey, uh, I got a new Chevy and I love it. I love my new Chevy. Then you actually go out and you look at Chevy's, you kick the tires, you take it for a test drive, then voila, you buy a Chevy. 
Then you call me and go, hey, Ben, I bought a Chevy too. I love it. That's the equivalent. I'm not really doing anything except preaching what I know. And that's it. The rest is up to you guys. It's, um, it's, it is amazing how many people have reached out to me. And I've had people send me wine. I've had people, a lot of wine. I have so much wine at my house that if I ever really wanted to go on a like a serious drinking bender, <laughs> I'd be drunk for six months with all the wine people have sent me. Hey, I listened to your show. I got into cryptos, made a chit ton of money. Here's a little bit of wine. Thanks. And like I said, it's not me. It's just, I just happen to have a show where I actually come on and I talk about Bitcoin and, you know, Litecoin and ADA and um, whatever, you know, you know, like the Divi project. And <laughs> I wink because of a conversation I had last night, but the person I'm winking at knows why I'm winking. Never mind. Okay. So we have these futures. All right. My question is this. On a futures market, you have to have a seller and a buyer or a long and a short. Let's put it that way. You have to have a long and you have to have a short. And they have to meet in the middle. And somebody has to have the other the other half of that trade. So somebody says, I think that Bitcoin's going to $80,000. And then someone else has to say, I think it's going down to forty. And then they actually get in a trade. And that trade is, that's why you'll, you'll hear people say that the futures market is heavy long, which means there are more people who think that Bitcoin's price is going to go up than there are people who think that Bitcoin's price is going to go down. See, that's that's what's launching. Now, mind you, in these futures, nobody's buying Bitcoin. They're buying the futures. My question is, who in the who in the fuck fudge pluck is gonna short the Bitcoin on a monthly resolving futures 
I think it's monthly. At this point, if they've done their research and they 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 understand where we are in the supply crunch, <clears throat> I think I think that we're going to have a lot of long futures and not many short futures. And the short futures are going to be very suspect. Let me explain that part. Here, let, let me move over here, go over here. This is why I think the shorts are very suspect. See, I think that they're going to do exactly what they did in 2017. And they think it's going to work, but it's not going to work. They think, now when I say they, the SEC. Let me lay this out for you very, very simply. Do not assume that the Federal Reserve is going to play this square. Don't think that the SEC approving these futures markets is just the SEC, you know, hey, you guys go right ahead. We have no agenda with this futures market. See, the SEC absolutely has an agenda with this futures market. Because, listen up, spread the word. People need to understand this. Clip this part of the video and repost it everywhere. Hello, everybody. Let me explain exactly what's going on. The SEC quickly approves a futures market for the Bitcoin. Not a physical ETF, but a futures ETF. They say that the market of Bitcoin is too volatile. It's too immature for an ETF. But damn it, it's okay for a derivative of Bitcoin to have an ETF. Does that make any sense? Let me put it this way. Let's say that the Bitcoin was a Chevy or a Ford and the dealership, let's call it a Chevy, right? the Chevy car and the dealership, you walked into the dealership and you said, hey, I want to buy that Chevy. And that dealership said, oh, I can't sell you that Chevy. 
that Chevy, we don't know if it runs good. Uh, there, there may be problems with that Chevy. But what I can do is I can sell you the paperwork for that Chevy. I'll give you the paperwork for it, but you can't take the Chevy. You got to leave it here. Wait, so the Chevy is not safe, but you'll sell me the paperwork for the Chevy because the paperwork is safe. <laughs> Let me tell you the agenda of the futures ETF. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the SEC is connected with the FED, the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve is a group of commercial banks. The Federal Reserve lends money, lends, at basically 0% interest right now. So, this is what's going to happen. The Federal Reserve is going to instruct one of its member banks to actually create a fund that the Federal Reserve can capitalize with money, and then the bank is going to go and buy the short side of the Bitcoin futures ETF. And they're going to make sure there are more short futures than long futures. Because then they've got the headline that they can put out into the financial media. Ooh, the futures are anticipating a drop in Bitcoin price. Then voila, let the media do its job. That's when Coindesk and all these other little, you know, remember they're all owned by the same company. So that's when all of these, they Quit looking at the spot price of Bitcoin and they point to the futures price of Bitcoin. And they start to say that the Bitcoin price, the real you know, price, has it has to track with the futures price. The problem they're going to have is they're just going to lose money. That's it. The Fed's going to print money, give it to the banks. The banks are going to buy the futures short on Bitcoin and lose money. Because the Federal Reserve, they don't care if they lose money. They'll just print more. So they're basically going to have to inject 
money into a losing trade every time. Because right now, the Bitcoin, the real blockchain transactions are at a supply crunch. That even the smallest amount of volume to the upside will shoot the price up dramatically. They're basically throwing money at a losing trade against a unstoppable price rise. They know they're going to lose, but they've got to try. They've got to try it. It's their only, all right, it's their only hope. And that's it. That's what the futures ETF is for. It's so the Federal Reserve can actually try and manipulate the price of the Bitcoin down using the media. It's the same old story. But, like I said yesterday, they're doing this in a program. They are doing this against a decentralized programmatic program code base asset. So it's the equivalent, like I said yesterday, of them creating a Sunrise Futures ETF, then printing up a bunch of money and going short on the Sunrising where the shorts would say, the sun's not going to rise today, guys, then sending that out into the media. And the media screams, the sun's not going to rise today, people. It's it's not going to rise. But then the sun rises. Why? Why does the sun rise? Even though all of the media in the futures are pointing that the sun's not going to rise? Because the sun doesn't give a shit about your sunrise futures market. It exists outside of the paradigm The Bitcoin's the same way. The Bitcoin exists outside of the paradigm that the SEC and the FED exists. There you have it and there you are. So have no fear with the price of Bitcoin. The price of Bitcoin is going to continue to rise. 
the only thing that was announced today that w- is that the Fed is just going to print more money. <clears throat> and if you want to make some money, <laughs> you, I would actually, I would actually purchase a a Bitcoin long futures. That's what I would do. If I was in the futures market, I would go on there and I would buy. Let's see. This is what I would do, not financial advice. Okay, the futures open today. Let's say that the opening price for, for oh, I got to share the screen. <laughs> Let's say the opening price for the Bitcoin was 62475 And let's say that it it is a month-long contract. I I would actually buy a futures for probably $69,000. That's, that's approximately where I think the price of the Bitcoin will be in one month. 69. Now, that's not the high. The high, I think, over the, between now and 30 days will be about 74. But at the end of the futures contract, I think it will be sitting at about 69,000. That would be my guess. So if you want to play the futures market and actually just take the Federal Reserve's money, there you go. Voila. See, this this is this is this is the this is the game that's being played. The government knows that the Bitcoin is just gonna stomp their ass into irrelevancy. The Bitcoin is exposing the corruption and the systemic flaws of the U.S. dollar. And more and more people are getting into the Bitcoin. They're trying to slow it down. They're trying to stop it. They're trying everything they can to keep people away from Bitcoin. That's why the New York uh, Attorney General, oh, they, they, they threw out 
the tether card again yesterday. Hope you guys realize that the SEC and tether and block one just different heads of the same monster. Yep. Tether as a corporation and Block One, by the way, there there's a partnership in there that nobody knows about. Because think about it. With all of the FUD and all of the, see, Block One and Tether are the equivalent of the new partnership that resembles the old partnership. See, the old partnership was uh, the big banks, right? So, the large banks would receive a fine. The SEC or the CFDC or the CDCDCDCD fines Bank of America $1 billion. Wow. They're really cracking down on those banks. Good job, government. But what you don't understand is that the bank runs the government. The fine is just a public relations ploy. They use that tool whenever they need something to point at in the media. That's it. Morning, Adam. Morning, morning. How are you? Oh, I'm just lovely. Would you like to say hi to the folks? Hello to all of his beautiful followers. Oh, wow. Look at that change. Really blending in there. <laughs> uh, he is one of our valued employees here. And, and not employees, associates. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm going to put that on your desk. Valued associate. There you go. He's going to get a tattoo on his forehead. It says valued associate of Calix Solutions. Which reminds me, let's get a word from our sponsor. If you guys are watching this and you do not have a crypto only laptop, what the pluck are you guys doing? Get your ass a crypto-only laptop. Don't keep your cryptos on what looks like a damn keychain and then plug that keychain into a laptop that you use to shop on Amazon. If you purchase and trade and hold 
wallets and cryptocurrencies on the same laptop or computer or phone that you do all your other business on? Let me ask you this. When you go to Walmart, do you actually take all of your gold and all of your silver and everything of value with you and put it in the trunk of the car before you go to Walmart? No. Well, that's the equivalent of going shopping on Amazon on the same laptop as you hold your cryptos or you do your crypto business we've had too many clients who have have literally called us and went yep lost twenty five thousand dollars worth of cryptos last week i think i'm gonna get a laptop no shit wish you would have called us two weeks ago say lovey Here's a word from our sponsor. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. And we're back. Please, guys, do yourself a favor. Get a crypto-only laptop. You need to take this shit seriously you're about to be rich and there's going to be a lot of people about to be wanting to hack your ass don't be stupid get a crypto only laptop i think that's like that's like my new slogan don't be stupid get a crypto only laptop from calyx solutions I wonder if that would be like a good marketing. Don't be stupid. Eh, Who knows? Okay. So, basically, guys and gals, we here at the Bitcoin Ben Show have actually partnered up with a company. We researched them. We even helped them get set up. A little. We helped a little with a company that if you've got a bunch of questions about cryptos, if you're new to cryptos, oh, by the way, if you want a crypto-only laptop, give Patrick a call or text 702-845-8276. 702-845-8276. Now, if you're new to cryptos, 
like I said, announcing a new partnership. And there's a link right under here for them. Let's give them a shout out real quick. Hey, crypto enthusiasts. Do you have questions about cryptocurrency? Do you feel lost trying to navigate through the exciting world of blockchain and digital currency? Do you need help getting started? Hire an experienced crypto consultant to assist you. A team of educated crypto enthusiasts can help guide you to financial freedom. Text or visit us online for any questions or to book a consultation. And let's get started today. There we go. Links under here. The reason you want to use my link is because then they know you guys are with me. And they also know if they pluck up, I'm going to put my foot clean up their digital asses. Just saying, use my influence as leverage <laughs> for good service. Everybody, have a great day. And sorry for the three o'clock video. I was like up to my neck in friggin' phone calls and also setting up arrangements. I have a trip to LA here soon. I had no. Bet three o'clock today, I will be doing an interview with a young man that you may or may not know, but you'll want to know. Watch for the show at three. Love you guys. See you at three. Get your damn laptop. Don't be stupid. 702-845-8276. Or visit the website directly at Calix, oh, calixsolutions.io. Love you guys.